Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast that covers the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we are going to be talking about all of the events from Wednesday, November 25th of 2020. I'm trying to remain very calm while recording this because my dog is freaking out as she has done every day for the past six months when I record this. I'm really trying to get a handle on it. I am currently looking at the ceiling of my apartment to not give her any attention while she freaks out. I've been trying to record this for five and a half minutes. This is the first successful attempt I've had past hello end. I'm hoping it lasts because that is the only way that I'm going to get through this. Um, I've talked about this. We, I've tried making this a positive experience for her. That actually makes it worse. Um, I've recorded in my car a couple of times because it's easier. Um, I... <laughs> it's a struggle. And yes, I am on the verge of tears because my dog is freaking out um, because I don't like to see her uncomfortable or anxious. I mentioned yesterday that she was abused as like in her first life with her first owners. Um, and so I don't ever want to put her through that. But alas, like I obviously am not abusing her. I am just simply ignoring her. Um, but she doesn't like it and it's really hard on her and which makes it therefore kind of hard on me um, because I don't ever like to see her in any kind of discomfort. Um, we're working through it. She has finally walked away from me, which is an exciting development. Um, so that's the announcement. I, yep, I'm on the verge of tears. I'm also trying to remain extremely calm um, for her sake. And so we are now just going to jump right in and talk about the Belgian royal family. In Belgium today, uh, there were two events. So first, again, we have King Philippe meeting with, um, today he met with the Minister of Finance, I think. Um, I wanna confirm that. Also, if you can hear like a whistling in the background, I don't know if you can, it's supposed to be like a high emittency sound for the dog to encourage not barking. It, has, it hasn't really worked. Um, but I'm trying a YouTube version before I buy like an anti-barking sound machine thing. Um, Cause we're also struggling with like barking when I come home and all of this. Um, it shouldn't be hurting her. I've done a fair amount of research on it. It's just something I want her to use to calm down um, and to hopefully stop the barking. But so far hasn't worked. Um, 
Okay, so we are jumping in to the Belgian royal family. Like I said, King Philippe met with the Minister of Finance today. Um, sorry, I'm pulling up my script and I, there we go. Could, I was looking at the wrong day and was very confused. Um, but yes, he met with the Minister of Finance and then he, um, and then Queen Matilda participated in a webinar, a webinar with the Food and Agricultural Organization of the United Nations, or FAO, um, where they had a conversation about healthy nutrition and food security. Um, so something that has, for some reason, kind of been like a topic of conversation in, we're, we're gonna talk about the FAO again later on, um, but, the subject of food insecurity has really come up in the past like couple of days. Um, I've noticed it a lot more happening. And so um, she participated in this webinar where she was talking about equal access to food and um, just general, you know, healthy nutrition um, and such. So it was of course, really important that that's a piece of this conversation. Um, you're seeing a wider um, piece with food insecurity right now, just because of the nature of COVID-19 and where we're at in life. Um, so I think it is part of the key in this whole idea of like, building back better that's becoming kind of just this like global mantra it feels like um and so Matilda was talking about that and how this pandemic has really brought to light a lot of the challenges that we as a world are just facing in general um so that's really what was going on in Belgium there wasn't a whole ton to talk about there. Um, and so with that, we are just gonna go ahead right now and move on to the British royal family. Today, the Duchess of Cornwall uh, sent a video message to the organization Safe Lives, uh, which is an organization that she was named patron of earlier this year, perhaps before the pandemic. Time is a flat circle and it's all running together. Um, but today was International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women. Um, so she marked that by sending this message to Safe Lives to um, honor the work that they're doing as well as talk about um, the problem of uh, gender domestic violence. Um, I... I don't know, you guys, I, I don't have a lot to say today. Um, 
you know, I, I don't ever know what's worse, like not putting out an episode or just putting out an episode like this where I just like, I don't want to talk. Um, but I also, you know, I'm, I'm stressed out about the talk. I know it sounds so ridiculous, but like, it stresses me out when she's stressed out and it stresses me out that like, I can't help her right now other than like, yes, I'm long-term helping her to relax a little bit when she's not having attention paid to her, but, oh gosh, it's rough. Um, so yeah, I don't have a lot to say. I wish I did. Um, but I'm drained. I'm just utterly drained from the day. Um, it, like I said, I just, I don't know which is worse. And I'm, I'm sorry that I'm just not there, but like, God. <sighs> okay. So that was Camilla's event. Um, and so now I'm just going to go ahead and read through the court circular. Um, so the, uh, so Queen Elizabeth today held a video conference, um, with the three recipients of the Commonwealth Points of Light Award. Um, I'm sure we'll see that in the coming days. Uh, she also had her telephone audience with Boris Johnson. Um, and then also today, the Duchess of Cambridge um, met with the CEO of the Royal Foundation of the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge um, for, I think they meet weekly or maybe even more than that, um, but they met today. Um, so that is what was going on there. Um, and now we are going to very briefly, you guys, I really, I just don't have a lot to say. I'm really sorry. Um, just kind of getting through this. Um, but anyway, we are going to move on now to the Danish royal family. Denmark today, um, again, not a whole ton of events, but there was an announcement about Christmas plans, which felt bizarre, even though, oh my God, Christmas is a month away. Even though Christmas is a month away, um, I literally just realized that it was the 25th of November, which means Christmas is in legitimately a month. Um, but the Danish royal household released what the Christmas plans would be for the royal family this year. Um, Queen Margrethe is going to be spending the holidays with uh, Prince Joachim and his family, and then the Crown Prince, Crown Prince Frederick, and his family will be all together, obviously. Um, but that is how that is going to go. Um, I felt very strange about those Christmas plans, but like again. Okay, I also just felt weird about them announcing Christmas plans. Although I do expect like 
the British royal family will probably make some announcement about Christmas plans as well. Um, and any other royal families that have public events around Christmas, they'll probably talk about their Christmas plans. Um, but I did find that very strange. Um, and then the second thing that happened is Crown Prince Frederick um, attended a meeting for the uh, judging committee for an award that translated to sports name of the year. Um, I think that's right. I don't know for sure, though. Um, but that is what he did, and this award will be delivered on January 2nd of 2021. Um, and so that is, I mean, truly just like in a month and a week or so, which was, again, just like this bizarre realization that it is almost 2021, um, which, again, seems like a magic number. It's probably not, but like... 2021 has so much hope and promise whereas 2020 I think we all wrote off 2020 in like May when we realized COVID wasn't going anywhere for a while um and so yeah I um that was like the big takeaway um I'm sure there will be some sort of event um for the delivery I don't know what that looks like um because so while yes I did start this podcast almost like I will have it will have been a year in January I didn't actually start on January 1st I started like January 8th or 9th um because I was toying around with different ideas of like what I wanted to do and then very quickly I I think I've talked about this before but I was listening to a podcast about the British Royals and I just like really didn't like it um and I didn't find the content interesting and like I was kind of sick of the kind of all the drama surrounding the British royals um which only intensified shortly thereafter um but that's not the point um and so I said, I think I really want to start this that I would listen to. Now, that was 11 months ago. I wouldn't want to listen to this podcast, to be completely honest. I'm not proud of it. I'm really upset about it, actually. Um, but I will say the dog has calmed down. Um, we're doing great. Um, but I haven't gone through like a full 365 days when we hit 2021, it'll be very close, um, but not a complete 365. Um, that'll come on January 8th. And then I'll have more of a recollection of like what was happening annually, um, especially from March on, um, because that's when I really kind of got in my groove. Um, but also like 2020 makes everything unpredictable. So who knows? Um, but yeah, I, like I said, I don't know if the sports award will be delivered in a ceremony or what that'll look like, um, but it'll be delivered on January 2nd of 2021. They made sure that part was in the announcement. So whatever that means. Um, so with that, we are going to go ahead and move on now to the Netherlands.
Netherlands, it was actually a busy day, which part of me was thrilled about. I'm not going to lie. Um, so first, the first thing that happened is King Willem Alexander visited a, I think it's like a nursing home, nursing facility um, that has been turned into like a COVID unit, essentially, um, for people who have COVID and they have it severe enough that they should be in a hospital, but not so severe that they need like ICU care. I don't really understand um, what all that means, but this is the way some European countries have been doing it. Um, so he visited there where he spoke to um, both staff. And from what I can tell in the little bit of the write-up that I saw, um, he also spoke with patients or a patient at least um first in the staff meeting you know he was of course talking about like what they've experienced in the first wave and now going forward into the second situation that we're in what that looks like um and then he did like i said it does look like he talked to a covid patient um full ppe definitely distanced um I don't know, it looks, it, it really does look like he did, but they didn't officially say that. So I'm not sure if that's what actually happened. Um, this happened a little while ago in Belgium too. It looked like King Philippe and Queen Mathilde visited a COVID ward, but they never officially announced that. So I never want to say that that's for sure. It's truly speculation, I don't know. Um, but I think that's what happened. Um, and then Queen Maxima had a couple events she actually had a lot of events today. Um, so first she participated in a digital event for music in the classroom, which is like an agreement between schools and the city um, where agreements are signed. This is what like pretty much every event that she does for more music in the class classroom is a, a signing ceremony type of thing. Um, but this time it was done completely digitally. Um, sometimes it'll have, it's happened this year in person quite a bit. Um, but this time that just, you know, it's impossible because of the second wave. Um, and then she also participated in a webinar with the FAO or Food Agricultural Organization of the UN um, as part of her work as the UN Secretary General's Special Advocate for Financial Inclusion and Development. Um, and this webinar was about the importance of financial services for small farmers. Like, not, not that the farmers themselves are small people, but, like, their farms are small. Um, and their profits are small, and they're not in, like, developed countries. Um, and so that was her, like, afternoon. And then this actually isn't in my outline, but it did happen today um, while I was working my second part of my day. Um, that she delivered, I think it's the King Willem the first, who was the first king of the Netherlands. Um, that was an award given out. Like I said, it's not in my outline, so I don't have a perfect description, but that is what happened, um, in the Netherlands today. Like I said, it was really nice to see a full day of events there, um, because they haven't been announcing their events ahead of time, um, which is fine. Um, and then 
So that's what was going on in the Netherlands, and now we are going to move on to Norway. In Norway today, um, Crown Prince Akun participated in, this is my, one of my favorite, like, COVID-19 adapt adapted events so far um, but he participated in a virtual international tour to Afghanistan Iraq Lebanon and Yemen today um, with the Norwegian Refugee Council um, so he was able to talk to multiple people in each of these countries about their experience with COVID with all the other things that are happening in those countries um, and so it was like an international tour but it happened in one day over you know zoom which i think is just so great um, i'm very impressed with that it is my favorite way that this has that there have been international visits quote unquote um, i just think that's really impressive and I love using that as like a way for other things to happen. I mean, I know there is a like virtual um, world, leader, world leader gathering, or at least there was this weekend. Um, but like, I just think that's a really cool way to adapt to the world that we're living in. Now I am rooting for state visits again. Um, you know, I... <laughs> can't get out of my mind that at some point that Spanish royal visit to the U.S. is possibly going to go back on the books. Um, it might not, to be fair, with the change of administration. It, it might not. Um, but, like, I cannot wait for that to potentially happen even. Um, and so, like, please don't do that virtually. That will make me very sad. But... Um, I do like this way of like going on an international tour during a pandemic is like, this is the way we can make it happen. Um, I really think that's great. Um, so that is what was going on in Norway today. And now we are going to jump over to Spain. Spain after a very confusing two days um, of like this event is happening it's not happening it is happening but here's how um, it finally the last event on the calendar finally happened um, and Queen Letizia attended the opening of the Tourism Innovation Summit um, which is an event organized to promote international tourism um, it was focused about on using tourism as a way to rebuild the economy, which is kind of the necessary way to rebuild the economy, specifically in Spain, um, but a lot of European countries. Um, Spain's economy is primarily run on tourism. I know I talked about that a lot in the beginning 
um, of the summer when Spain was putting a lot of emphasis on their tourism because that's the only way their economy is going to be able to build back. It, it really is. Um, and so this was the first, the first ever, I believe, tourism innovation summit, um, which was great. Um, but it started, okay, so I want to run through the event and then I'll kind of talk a little bit more about the event because I have some feelings. Um, so it started, Queen Letizia arrived, and then she and the government officials that accompanied her or were there w as well participated in a minute of silence uh, to mark the International Day Against Gender Violence, um, which I think is amazing. Like, this event had nothing to do with gender violence, but I do think it's so important that Letizia, who is just this, like, powerhouse when it comes to recognizing this issue. Um, I mean, last year she was given an award for bringing in, uh, bringing it into the public eye so much. Um, I think it's great that she stopped and was like, uh, and she participated in this. Um, and then she gave the opening because it's a two-day summit and today, like I said, was the opening. So Letizia opened the event, which I should mention if you're new um, this is something that Felipe did uh, or was supposed to be doing, but he is currently in quarantine after coming into contact with someone who had COVID, who was diagnosed after Felipe met with them with COVID-19. Um, so Letizia was solo because Felipe is in quarantine for like seven more days. Um, so in Letizia's speech, she talked about um, the importance of the summit and the importance of tourism. Uh, she also talked about, of course, like, um, the thoughts and prayers and everything going out to the victims of COVID. Um, but then she also, and this is the part that is of course getting attention because it's very rare that Letizia kind of shows her, not herself, but like makes jokes or is any kind of like anything other than on script. Like she's very structured. And I love that about her, but like she's very structured. Um, but anyway, she gave a brief speech and then she mentioned how um, she also sends the wish, the well wishes from the king. That's what she said. Um, and then that got a lot of applause, which I thought was really sweet. And like never in my life did I think I would see the day when like Felipe's absence and people wanting him there would be applauded. To be fair, like he's, they're just, they're not popular in their country. They're, they're, Spain is very divided on the subject of the monarchy. It's like 50-50 split every single time. Um, but then, so that got an applause, and then she made a joke that he was very jealous that she got to go to Sevilla and Andalusia because it's a beautiful part of Spain. Um, and also, he probably just wanted to leave the house because quarantine sucks. Um, and so, like, it just, it got a little bit of a laugh, and it was great. Um, and also, she gets very awkward when she's in a situation where she's being applauded for, and I love it. Um... So yeah, it was a really cool like opening and I was all cool with that. And then there were the pictures where it was like a tourism fair. 
with booths and people and not a lot of social distancing. And I only was made to feel slightly better about this when I looked at this map from the New York Times. And like purple on this map is like the worst you can get and then it goes down like all the way to nothing or yellow. Um, and the US is in the purple, which I figured. Um, but Spain is not, it's like in this lighter red. So I actually felt better about the case, the COVID situation. Still didn't love it, but like Spain is obviously doing much better than they were in the first wave. So I'll take it. Um, so yeah, that's what was going on in Spain today. And now we are going to very briefly move on to Sweden. Sweden today there was only one event that they have released so far uh, the Swedish royal family is kind of releasing things day after a couple days later it's a really fun time uh, to be a daily podcast with the Swedish royal family at the moment um, but today Queen Sylvia sent a video message to the um, it's a new children's house in the area of Jomtland. Now the whole thing was in Swedish and I couldn't find English subtitles or an English translation. So I have no idea what she said. Um, but that was the event. So that's what was going on in the European Royal families. I'm really sorry. I was low energy. I did pick up towards the end. I'm feeling a little bit better. Um, sometimes it really helps to talk it out. Um, so yeah, um, with that, I'm going to very briefly just end this. Please check out the Instagram, The Daily Royal, uh, thedailyroyal.com. I will be working on it tomorrow while I'm cooking the Thanksgiving foods that I'm cooking. Um, if you're American, have a wonderful Thanksgiving, however you're celebrating it. If you're going to see family, please stay COVID safe. Um, just be very safe, be very careful, but enjoy the day. Um, I know it's a great day to spend with your family. So enjoy that. I will still be recording and posting just honestly to continue the dog training. Um, that's a new way to like get me to post every day right now. Um, so I will be continuing through that. Um, and with that, I will talk to you in tomorrow's episode. If you're American, again, have a great Thanksgiving. If you're not, I'm really sorry that you're not experiencing this crazy American holiday that we have. Um, but welcome to the holiday season. Um, and so, yeah, I will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye.